listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Biking, I'm biking, I'm biking slow mo. Maybe the foe will excite in us mo. I'm cold with temperatures dip below 70s. How can I be burnt around LA coast? The diamond is plural, the Tiffany brooch. On my lapel at the table, I'm giving a toast. The first wedding I've been to in my 20s. Thinking maybe someone is not something to own. Maybe the government got nothing to do with it. Thinking maybe the feeling just comes and it goes. Thinking I want a little one that look like my clone. Me and my baby can't do on our own. I landed the trick, got my impossibles. I'm fucking with Addie, I'm watching my dose. 24 hours like they never close. Hey, welcome to the uh, Blackout Test Podcast. Y'all was Rod and Karen. That's right. We biking, we biking, and we biking. Mm-hmm. And we're live on a Tuesday, <clears throat> Tuesday night. Uh, ready to give you guys some more podcasting, man. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher. Just search the Blackout Test. Leave us five star reviews. If we like them, we will read them on the air. As yep. long as they're nice. As long yes, as sir. they're nice. Okay? That's a big point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a damn if you put five on it if it ain't nice mm-hmm uh but yeah um also uh don't forget we're going to podcon it is happening december uh i believe it's ninth uh yep. let me make sure i get y'all dates right but yes yeah. in seattle mm-hmm. get your tickets at podcon.com and uh come through guys you know just got I'm my excited to meet everybody out there a lot it's several people they are like i am ready for y'all to get y'all asses out here yeah we got our uh we just got our plane ticket so yes we did it's official now we're gonna be flying i don't you know what i wonder i wonder because they pay for the plane ticket mm-hmm. i wonder if it's a way where i could make the plane pay the difference and we could be in first class again because I, I i, I mm-hmm. like that Mm-hmm. i wonder if that's possible i don't know if it's possible i i didn't even ask uh so i'm gonna see i'm gonna find check. out yeah because a lot of times you can bump them up yeah mm-hmm. something because i you know that was a that was a good feeling and we're gonna be in there for six hours you know come on dog it, it paid for I, itself see, at that point i'm gonna be fine now you might be another story cause yeah the little ass seats and then the motherfucking um the knees you don't have enough mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. i'll be scared i don't want to be like that it was hard enough going to miami and the trip the flights were less than 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. and my knees was hurting hurting real bad so yeah. i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see mm-hmm. at any rate um <laughs> nothing to do with you guys uh <laughs> uh it's the blackout tips and whatnot uh we also have a sexy sponsor today okay we are sponsored matter of fact i'll just go back to the song i was playing mm-hmm. adam and eve is out here trying to help you spice things up in your bedroom extra spicy i'm talking caliente i'm talking about sriracha okay talking about put such a lula on yourself uh (laughs) and they gonna back up that promise to spice it up as it gets to these cold winter months y'all it's cuffing season y'all about to stay indoors all week you know well go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50 percent off of just about any item and offer code tbgwt at checkout that's a good deal for you uh by yourself but they also want to offer you the big o kit for free when you put in that code tbgwt and who doesn't love a big o uh it comes with climax gel a mini vibrator uh so you can you know get all the way off and they give you free shipping i mean you don't like free is that what the problem is y'all don't like orgasms is that the problem 
y'all let us know so what you got to do is you pick any one item and it could be lingerie it could be a little something for yourself something for your main person then on the weekend you can have another person and you can give them the big okay i don't know it's not my business you are grown okay right. grown it's not me to judge what you get into your proclivity who is me to judge who are me to judge I, it's not i don't know but what i'm saying is you can absolutely uh get this kit by just going to adamandeve.com pick out one item get it 50 percent off when you put tbgwt in the offer code box and you get free shipping and you get the free big o kit you're not gonna find this deal anywhere else that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com same them side chick blues, girl. I'm the weekend. You take Wednesday, Thursday, then just send him my way. Think I got it covered for the weekend. I gotta say, I'm in the mood for a little bit more. I mean, I'm saying what kind of things is today. Hey, at least about four. Sometimes you gotta have low goals, guys. Okay. I mean, right now she'll just send them for the weekend. A little piece of a man, still a piece of a man. Okay, guys. Ah! <laughs> Don't let people tell you what you gotta believe and set goals for yourself. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, if that's what you want, I mean, hey. Maybe you need a Lawrence to come through on the weekend and go back to work. I don't know. I'm not judging you. Live your Tasha life. Come on um all right all kinds of news is happening um i actually feel like it's a little bit slow on the news today but um you know uh we had a lot of white news happening but we saving that for tomorrow with the wine okay, okay. oh yeah we gotta get some crackers too mm-hmm. but uh at any rate um i guess oh but you know we still got this whenever it wants to play that is Okay then, just embarrass me now. <laughs> you was fine playing that scissor. That was okay. Then, okay. We were fine a few minutes, a few seconds ago. All right. All right. Well. Oh well. Guess. At any rate. <laughs> Do you wanna fall with me? Do you wanna fall? 
all right now let's get into this tragic lgbtq news i did not tell her to do that it just oh, decided shit. to keep jamming I, it was like you know what we're gonna party a little bit longer yeah it said you know what guys this is sad sad news let's <laughs> right. talk about something positive for a second uh trump nominee defends his move his move to void gay worker protections yeah senator brown back in line to be an ambassador at a large for international religious firm on uh wednesday defended his decision that as a kansas governor to scrap an order that barred discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity brown back in 2017 rescinded the order uh, uh, issued in august 2007 by then governor kathleen sebelius that banned uh discrimination against gays lesbians bisexuals and transgender individuals in hiring and employment agencies under the government's direct control so this isn't even every company this isn't private company it's basically anything the government controls which is one of the reasons that there's a bit of a nuance we have to have when we talk about certain times when we talk about the government because sometimes the government when it comes to certain protections are the most progressive of a very fucking regressive world and even still that's not like they're doing great by leaps and bounds it's still Mm -hmm. discrimination it's still Mm -hmm. resistance it's still a bunch of shit it's not idealistic but you know it's kind of like how military can be a safer job for somebody who's transgender than uh private industries where uh people refuse to hire them and shit they don't got to like basically it's not mandated so fuck it i'm not going to well he fought even even went under the government you know he told the senate foreign relations committee at his confirmation hearing is uh that he is a democrat had acted unilaterally and undercut his legislature uh democrat senator tim kane a former virginia governor asked brownback whether such an order sends a clear signal to the state agency chiefs that discrimination based on sexual orientation won't be tolerated he says i think that would be a rational thing i just don't think it's right it's a right that the executive branch should create without the legislative branch brownback a form a favorite of christian conservatives <clears throat> what does that mean exactly right for his strong stances against abortion and same-sex marriage well there you have it that's apparently what being christian in this country is it's being against abortion and same-sex marriage and nothing else okay like like that's all it's about uh i guess that's why people call uh donald trump a good christian because he's willing to sell out those who that motherfucker ain't no christian stances right also declined to unequivocally declare that there's no situation that would allow a country to cite religious freedoms as a base for criminally persecuting lgbtq people so basically um like how we hear some countries where it's like yeah they criminally go after people just for being lgbt mm-hmm. uh yeah he's like uh i'm not gonna say we can't just we can't do that kane said he expected an unambiguous answer the senator said there are still countries around the world where you can be in prison and even executed if you're lgbt brownback served as a u.s senate uh in the u.s senate before his election as governor in 2010 five years ago he made kansas an economic laboratory for the nation by aggressively cutting taxes but if if he's confirmed by the full senate brownback will leave office with his kansas reputation in tatters and his home state an example of tricking down trickle down economics that didn't work right which right. is gonna happen to the and, whole country right right and and that's the thing that kills me states have done this bullshit that they be talking about cut shit slash shit lower taxes they do that and then a lot of times they've done studies they say all the states that did that are fucking bankrupt now or close to <laughs> bankrupt now or the federal government has to step in to 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 
help these areas out because they don't have any fucking funding for the people that's there and then the people that can afford to move move out of the state so then a lot of times all you're left is with the poor and impoverished people regardless of the race you they're left there dealing with the aftermath and the ashes of the fire that was started by somebody else that did not give a fuck right um so yeah um uh yeah and it's very frustrating like like i don't like, even really have anything to add of course the trump nominee would just would defend this and before this and of course he's terrible with taxes and everything that he's gonna stay in power and right and, whatnot. and it's one of those things where uh things like this just make me mad with people all across the excuse me all across the board but for so many people who just they're the same and you don't no matter what she just was not perfect she was not uh that thing and uh, you just could not see yourself doing it or the people that said fuck it like a lot of that matters and this is the end result of that right um so yeah uh transgender teen brutally assaulted in school is not going to let it fade away uh cali go ahead i'm not i'm not problem keep keep fighting that fight and also uh shout out to the people uh that got happy and threw confetti in the air when we got marriage equality and didn't give a fuck about anything after that all the other people in your group that was like hey we getting beat we're being oppressed what about us y'all said fuck it we got we can get married now well you gotta one people don't consider that to be the same group in many cases okay I you know you. you said but you said before people go out the l and the g fuck the b and fuck the t right um there was a trans activist that protested uh or uh i guess heckled or whatnot uh at uh at obama and you know people got mad at her you know uh because there's still more to be done but um yeah at the same time i'm not saying don't celebrate your victories i mean Uh -uh. that's a huge milestone i'm sure people were happy but there's like most things with politics in america that's just pinch it to lend like put up your tools uh go home kick your feet up and be like mission accomplished right right and 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 see my, my thing is that that's the problem you thought we had got to the finish line and people were telling you we had not got to the finish line and now this same group is going to turn back around and look at the group that they stuck their middle fingers up and say, I don't care about your problem. They're like, hey, we got to fight to, to, to get across that finish line again for you to stop. And that's where it becomes frustrating for marginalized groups because you only give a fuck because you feel like it's a directly affecting you now. When you, sh- if, if you would have pushed forward, a lot of the shit would not have been going back. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So. Kylie Perez, a 14-year-old in Newark, New Jersey, who was beaten by at least four fellow students at her high school last week, last week, oh is not going to let the incident be forgotten. Instead, she will speak out in a series of anti-bullying assemblies to be held at the school. Perez told PLX11 she heard a girl say, oh, there's the tranny, before getting punched and falling to the ground. Wow. Where the assault continued, it was captured on East Side High School's security cameras. Perez, who transitioned in the sixth grade, reports having suffered anti-LGBTQ harassment for years. She and her mother, Lillian Richards, 
reported an incident to the school as well as the newark police department who in turn notified the essex county prosecutor's office is being investigated as a hate crime the prosecutor's office said on monday there has so far been no decision whether anyone would be charged how's that possible right you got it on tape if someone got beat up how do you not charge anyone i'm 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 really at a loss here um man these children must be children <laughs> with influence because a lot of times what happens is that are they though no no i, I don't know but i'm assuming i mean all of a sudden we're not charging people it i mean that's a hell of an assumption to make because i don't even think you gotta the influence could be just that you're not trans yeah, just like the influence for some you know the kid that hung somebody like the influence is he white and the black kid is black you know i don't think you even have to have some connection i think people protect correct uh, their correct. own quote-unquote and yes. they see they see a trans person as other and they see these uh the people that are solid as just kids as the uh, kids be fighting the kids will be kids that type of shit when it's like or it's a hate crime what why you know why would it not be viewed as such you know um yeah i i haven't seen the video i guess they had a video on here uh, so I don't know the race of the kids or whatever. 14-year-old Kylie Perez never saw it coming. I heard the girls were like, oh, there's the tranny. That's her walking away from the surveillance camera, blindsided with a flurry of punches and kicks from at least four fellow students, bullies. Yeah, it looked like young black boys are hitting her. Mm. So. Two punches, like straight here. And I fell. And when I fell, it was like, I felt like everybody was coming towards me everybody you were getting jumped yeah i was getting jumped kylie and her mother lillian say bullies have made school life difficult for the last several years you know they'll call me gay and shit, so that's what they would usually say but especially since her transition from justin to kylie in sixth grade when i received the call i went i just just started crying i just panicked kylie and lillian reported the attack to the school and the Newark Police Department, which has officially classified the attack as a bias incident and notified the Essex County Prosecutor's Office. Um, But they say as far as they know, since Tuesday's attack, Newark school officials have yet to hold any kind of anti-bullying program or intervention initiative at the East Side High School to address what happened in that hallway. When my daughter goes to school, I expect her to be safe in school. 24 hours after those students jumped Kylie in Newark, New Jersey, another bullying incident ended in tragedy across the Hudson River in the Bronx. That's where 18-year-old high school student Abel Cedeno stabbed two students, one of them fatally, after he snapped, as he put it, the result of weeks of being bullied. Kylie Perez says she hopes schools will work harder to address intolerance in school classrooms and hallways before it's too late. You can't really change anybody how they feel, whether they're straight, bisexual, gay, transgender, anything. That's their decision. Um, that's so, your decision. Yeah, that's my. That was that's my decision. So for somebody to 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 have the need to come into my life and tell me how I should live, I feel like that's unex. Like that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. There's a bunch there. Uh. First thing I would say is uh. I thought that was um that was dope to have a, a parent that was supportive because so often in these situations we see parents that aren't supportive right. they misgender their children that are in denial that you know they love their children in the way that they i guess think they can but you know often just reject their entire gender identity and cause even more problems 
so cool glad you have a supportive home life um uh i hate that the burden of speaking up on this going like now you've become an activist just by your nature of being like i got beat up now i gotta go i'm gonna go speak at assemblies because you want to own what happened to you but nobody should have to have this burden as a a, what what was she six a six uh seventh grader or something like that that's not what she signed up for yeah you're 14 and you and now you have to have this mantle of educating the world about yourself because somebody would do something so hateful for you um yeah i did notice it was black males that appeared to uh to to beat her down um once again this is a trans trans woman of color trans girl of color and here we go you know um that's not lost on me looking at the footage and i am uh baffled as to why no one would be charged in an incident that seems so blatant i don't know what the surrounding circumstances could be because when you look at the video footage she's literally walking down the hall and then just get stole on like there's no like back and forth there's no arguing there's no you know um and this and and for the record this is the disservice that people of privilege do to themselves as well like something's wrong with those kids who taught them that you know where did they learn that that's what being a man is like we have to examine our own shit too man it can't just be this you know we can't be happy and satisfied with that so um i just thought you know that's the things i thought about when i saw that story um so uh and and kylie was extremely composed for somebody that got beat up walking down the hall and but i guess uh, as she said she's been dealing with this for years and everybody don't deal with the same they like i said in this story there was like somebody else snapped and they fucking killed somebody that's like i've had enough of you today take this knife right and then there's also the um yeah it's yeah it's just messed up and then the other kid who um they've talked about i believe that was a kid who stabbed those his bullies because they were calling him um all sorts of uh uh slurs and shit and everybody don't handle that the same i don't you know just like when you know when black people get uh attacked people think you're just supposed to take that and the day you snap you're wrong right so uh at any rate um these well, like i said these stories are always so mm-hmm. so terrible but uh, i also don't want to not talk about them because i feel like people like to chime in when it's the breakfast club talking about janet mock and be like what's the big deal because they don't learn about stuff like this and they don't care you know and maybe they do and they still don't see a big deal but i think um when you look at somebody's struggle it makes you a little more cognizant of what cognizant of what um being flippant towards people is really about and how you're reinforcing you know how society's already fucked up uh kissing women were forcibly removed from an anti-marriage rally in australia the fight for marriage equality rages on in the lead up to the november 7th deadline for australians to mail in their vote on whether they are for or against marriage equality before parliaments on the issue and it's getting heated as evidenced by a pair of female protesters who were dragged off stage in a lip lock at a coalition for marriage vote no rally earlier this week um what does it say about society that that's a um that's a protest you know what i'm saying like that right. y'all y'all are literally against two people loving each other like y'all had to get them off the stage like no no boo, you will not boo, boo these people boo right keep in mind you're supposed to keep against marriage equality but guess what doesn't that kind of subtly 
or or not so subtly reveal the point of people who are against marriage equality they're against people being gay right they always try to act like they're not where it's like no i'm just saying marriage is different marriage between a man and a woman two women get on stage kissing um that's not even about marriage why are you flipping out why are you pulling people off the stage why are you so upset right well i thought you were okay with that you just didn't want you know marriage equality you just didn't want to see that's just sacred it's a man and a woman but two women kissing has nothing to do with that right Mm -mm. oh apparently it does to you um but yeah uh the women who have not been identified rush the stage to kiss for about 20 seconds yes (laughs) 20 seconds that's such a long kiss before they are forcibly removed from the stage locked in a kiss the entire time the managing director of the australian christian lobby lyle shelton the group that continues fights to keep marriage between one man and one woman posted a video of the women who were dragged off by a man before security got involved shelton wrote that one of the women shouted fascist into a microphone but they were not the only protesters to crash the event a woman rushed the stage earlier violently resisted security uh shelton tweeted earlier in the event the results of the australian mail-in vote on marriage equality are non-binding as parliament will ultimately decide the fate of lgbt citizens however the mail-in ballot has inspired anti-lgbt groups to create harmful campaigns claiming that gay people are pedophiles and that marriage equality will lead to boys wearing dresses in school they love to fall on that don't they that's their favorite thing as if that would be the worst thing in the world by the way <laughs> like oh god and then what'll happen if we if we start letting people dress however they want oh no society will fall apart and those are not the same right um uh transgender teen who was ousted by school and is is crowned homecoming king wonderful a 17 year old boy uh who says he was kicked out of his former christian high school for being transgender is turning the other cheek and adjusting his crown after being named homecoming king at his new school styles uh zush slag i think that's how you pronounce that zush slag uh was bestowed the social accolade at noble high school's homecoming game in north berwick maine on friday night just one month after beginning his senior year at the public high school Mm. uh this experience feels like a dream it's something i never could have i never thought could have happened to me told the post by email on sunday uh the cinderella moment um um the cinderella moment followed zuschlag uh making national news last week after he was told he was no longer welcome at tri-city christian academy in summersworth new hampshire uh roughly seven miles southwest of noble high it followed him transitioning from female to male in 2015 um zuschlag who has a 3.89 gpa and aspired to be valedictorian said he went to speak to a school administrator in august about being identified as male but was instead given an ultimatum he had to confess his sins stop taking testosterone treatments and receive christian counseling or find a new school well goddamn right the school administrator reached by comment um by seacoast online declined to speak i feel like anytime these motherfuckers decline to speak it's because they know they wrong like sometimes i do like when it's celebrity shit i feel like they don't really have time like where where I, like we found out juicy gossip and we reporting it as soon as we can and knew we reached out to kanye west for comments like well of course kanye didn't comment in the three seconds it took to make this story but <laughs> right some of these things i'm like oh no that school got that phone call and went just don't say nothing because there's nothing they can say Mm-mm. a request for comment and they from know the, it right and they know they're gonna sound wrong so they just don't say it right 
though the idea of attending a new school terrified him he enrolled at noble high and made a number of new friends adding that to a few he already knew administrators at noble high school reached by portland station ws wcsh6 said sluice flag is not their first transgender student uh we want all our students to feel like they belong here at noble high school the school's director of counseling nancy simmer told the station that's a small thing we can do to help them feel like they're a part of the community that welcoming feeling apparently wasn't lost on sluice flag uh within the first few weeks of school sue slag said an email began circulating seeking nominees for homecoming king and queen and he decided to pursue it initially as a joke i asked on snapchat as a joke to put me in and people actually did i didn't really expect them to i still can't believe they did that for me his surprise was only magnified when he showed up to the game and won uh, after i won the homecoming game i almost started crying my friends all put me in people i didn't even know put me in everyone voted for me on the final ballot he said oh yeah that's uh you know that's dope um yeah that's dope you know i I sound like some good news i hope you know people treat treat him well i hope people uh don't just do that kind of symbolic like like the owners in the nfl taking a knee and then today passing like a a new rule saying you gotta stand for the allegiance you know like i hope it's not that i made myself feel better as a straight person uh and then you know and it just be like oh by the way uh you know uh like as a cisgender person oh my god i'm such a good person because i voted for you and then uh you're a piece of shit uh when we get back to school the next day you know so i hope, I hope the whole experience is good and that's dope very rarely get positive news in this section correct so let's just move on while we are ahead <laughs> yes please uh i'm looking at you and on a high note yeah looking at these other squad yeah we'll come back to these terrible uh, i can't see him but i vote no uh speaking of terrible news though okay there's still a lot of it out there and we do have to cover it um uh i guess we can do some fucking with black people okay uh let me bring this up where is it at come on fucking with black people where we going oh cool they got this is a soundtrack on uh on uh they got this is a soundtrack on spotify now that's dope spotify be lit because that uh uh this soundtrack is fire mm-hmm. just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with them we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's get into it everybody <clears throat> a detroit firefighter detroit firefighter has been fired for bringing watermelon to a station but i love watermelon what would be the problem with that i don't understand why would you have to fire somebody for bringing watermelon to a station you bring chicken too i mean that doesn't sound like it sounds like you just brought some delicious juicy a firefighter new to the job makes a major faux pas while getting to know his new colleagues what he says was a gesture of goodwill was not received that way at all Fox 2's Taryn Asher here now to explain why some people were so offended. Taryn. Well, Robert Pattinson had just completed the Firefighter Training Academy. He was set to work at Detroit's Engine 55. He says he brought a watermelon with a pink bow to introduce himself to the crew as a nice gesture. But it certainly wasn't taken that way. Fired before he officially started. Last Monday, 41-year-old Robert Pattison went to introduce himself to his fellow firefighters at Engine 55 at Joy and Southfield in Detroit. 2nd Battalion Chief Sean McCarty calls it 
a tradition for firefighters. It's not mandatory. It's voluntary. You come in, you bear and bearing gifts. You uh, you might bring some. No the usual gift is donuts. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but you're allowed to bring in whatever you want to bring in. And Pattison, a probationary firefighter, decided to bring this watermelon with a pink ribbon on top. We're told some African-American firefighters were instantly offended since 90% of the people who work at Engine 55 are black. When oh, no! When you get your to a firehouse, you, you know um, pretty much what you're getting yourself into. Oh, so, no! I have to say, you know... It was probably a bad call. Is it racially insensitive to bring a watermelon into a firehouse? peaks to some people. I spoke to Patterson by phone, who claims it was not a joke, and he did not mean to offend his fellow firefighters. But he clearly did. Fire Commissioner Eric Jones says the Fenton native was officially discharged. In a statement, Jones says there is zero tolerance for discriminatory behavior inside the Detroit Fire Department. On Saturday, September 30th at Engine 55, a trial firefighter engaged in unsatisfactory work behavior, which was deemed offensive and racially insensitive to members of the Detroit Fire Department. After a thorough investigation, it was determined that the best course of action was to terminate the employment of this program employee. In a world where racial tensions run high, some tell me the trial firefighter should have known better. Trout doesn't know if he meant anything by it, but feels it was a bad choice. Oh, for sure. By far. By far none it was. The question is, did DFD overreact? Should he have and lost his job over a watermelon? I don't think so. I don't think so. Of course um, Of course you should think so. Between what he did and losing his job, there there were a few things that could have been done. Well, Battalion Chief McCarty goes on to say, although a group inside the firehouse wanted Pattinson fired, many others wanted him to be able to stay so they could educate him about why it was an offensive and really continue this discussion. Huel? So, Taryn, how is the union responding tonight? Well, Union President Mike Nevins says that the union feels the administration dealt with the employee in what they determined to be in the best interest of the department. So it sounds as if they supported the move. Tell them them motherfucking problems. They were like, you can't do this. It is not our job to train you. I kind of like the idea of um, him not knowing, and it just being you, a huge uh, misunderstanding. A huge misunderstanding. But I, I feel like he clearly knew. I just can't imagine ninety percent of the department is is black. Which, which, and which, he brought the watermelon, and they can't. But I just, <laughs> they can't keep you, dog. Ninety something percent of people in his niggas. They can't keep you. You had to be fired. I'm sorry. I wish they had kept him so he could get more stories of, of more shit that he did that was egregious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next week it would have been chicken and hot sauce. Right. <laughs> Eat about potato salad made with mayo or some shit. How them niggas in there mad? Mm -mm. Uh, he, they go into a fire. He come out with his face covered in soot. He be like, look, it's look like I'm one of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's highly offensive oh we gotta explain it to him again guys sit him down <laughs> randy this is why he can't do this it's kind of racist right uh <laughs> zero to a hundred uh oh <laughs> uh, uh, 75 because it's actually kind of funny yeah oh my god I hunted for them niggas though, but I give the 75. Uh, cause I know them niggas was mad, cause I couldn't even imagine. And then he had nerve to put a pink bow on it. Mm hmm. 
uh all right uh let's see what happened oh i want to look on twitter they were saying uh that woman that uh it looked like they got that woman fired to ask him about the routes so people that found her quote-unquote racist tweets uh, i guess they won there you go congratulations everybody uh but she is a white woman so she should be all right um let's see what other stories we got for fucking with black people um uh a south carolina dad takes his kids out of an expensive private school because administration opposed the confederate flag on his truck okay bye mm-hmm. uh father in midlands oh south carolina how did i know yeah that's about right likes to fly the confederate flag on his truck but when twenty six thousand the twenty six thousand dollar a year private school ooh, ooh, that's a lot of money where he sends his kid his children salary mm -hmm. where he sends his children opposed his flying the flag when dropping them off he took his money elsewhere and then went to the media of course Mm -hmm. angry white man let me call the news because he's a victim and guess what it's it's, you don't have to be here dog Mm -hmm. like the student body is offended every time you wave this big ass flag no thank you right um this just ain't right red ingram told south carolina's kmov news station it ain't right for you to pay to be racist i felt like it was being taken it's like wait a minute that flag doesn't mean i'm racist it doesn't mean i hate people ingram told kmov he started flying the flag in 2016 <laughs> was, was it after september the, the what was it when, when did we vote the second was it september the third i mean november, uh, november the third you mean, yeah it's like november 8th i think yeah november 8th it was the day after we voted oh my god it, oh which means your baby been going there with no problem all of a sudden you waved his big ass flag that's why your kid can't go to school no more but heathwood hall where his 14 and 11 year olds have been going for years asked him to remove it your flag's not welcome here to school reportedly told him after multiple discussions with the administration angle took his kids out of school heather heathwood hall put him on a no trespass trespass uh notice at the end of september oh and then he went and told the news that's how guys that's how convinced he is that he got a raw deal is that he went and told the news <laughs> why did you start flying it in 2016 hmm, we in trump's america now that's when why. the motherfucking charlottesville rally has people with how what is earth what is life what is well dearly beloved what just take, ah! your kids i really say your kids won't get a great education but it sounds like they were going to teach them not to be racist assholes so you probably wouldn't like that anyway <sighs> all right um zero to 100 oh that get a 100 yeah i get at 100 what an idiot i'm gonna take my kids to public school you can be racist and nobody can stop you no one's gonna teach my kids right from wrong <laughs> why this flag mean i'm racist just because i started <laughs> just i started <laughs> in 2016 <laughs> Now I've always had this flag on my car. I didn't know it. This motherfucker literally—they took the flag down at the Dylan roof, and he put it up. Guys, think about what I'm saying. Jesus Christ! Oh, what did he think Bree Newsom was doing? He was just like, "What? Well, why is she so angry? I don't know why she's climbing that pole." I mean. <laughs> a Pennsylvania daycare center received a racist threat for hiring an African American woman. Of course. Mm. 
an anonymous letter was sent to a daycare center in pennsylvania that was blatantly racist the letter was from a parent and it's so astounding that some people think it's fake uh the letter says hello i'm writing this as a concerned parent and friend so much of us notice so most of us you have a black girl working for the daycare our problem is she's too dark most of the kids are scared of her i'm only telling you this because i know it's from pennsylvania y'all but this is how they talk everywhere i'm only telling everywhere. you this if you're racist i don't care where you is across the country that's how you talk in my mind racism got its own accent yeah it does mm-hmm. I'm only telling you this because some of us are planning to pull our kid from the daycare. She's an eyesore. I see you're trying to touch all the nationalities, but maybe hire a light-skinned black. She will blend more and not look like a nanny. Oh, that colorism. Mm, beautiful. She's not the first thing a child nor the parents want to see as soon as they walk into daycare. So the choice is yours. Choose wisely. Remember, we parents pay your mortgage. I hope you white people love telling you how much they pay of your salary if you don't go somewhere your three percent ain't gonna i won't miss it i'll take i drink one less latte this month right i hope you make her aware she's not wanted i'm sending her a copy as well oh cc nigger <laughs> what why so such a courteous and thorough racist however if she needs a job mcdonald's always hiring her kind oh the dark blacks work at mcdonald's okay so work your magic and make it disappear p.s just trying to make your daycare great again you know what i you know what i, I don't believe that's a parent either you think it's fake uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. i mean but if they did just hire I, a dark-skinned I mean, woman how would anyone know other than a parent you know what i'm saying who knew they hired a dark-skinned woman at the daycare it gotta be somebody parent something yeah you know what I'm saying? Like maybe a, unless it's like a unless CSI racism gonna get on it and find out that it's a, it's really her ex boyfriend trying to stalk at her job or something. I don't know how you, we can. You never you never know. And depending on what the daycare, it might be it's a, like somebody like surrounding the area will be like, oh, you know they got a, a darkie over there at the daycare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's a joke. I think it's racism. That that's that racism is is still still out there, y'all. Oh yeah, and it'll never die, never, never, never die. And you know what? Yeah, that's why I can't run shit because I make you mad. I have, I have somebody on purpose even darker than she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like, baby, what is you a mocha chaka? I'm gonna go ahead and get a little bit deeper than you. I like how he, there was a passable level of brownness that was gonna be fine though. Um, this is kind of a fucking with black people for me personally. Uh this dude robert kuttner wrote a missing in action barack obama piece today or or two days ago mm-hmm. his country needs him again mm-hmm. leave that man alone he's gone he gone he gone and i this is how i feel about the obamas y'all motherfuckers took them for goddamn granted when they was here they is off the motherfucking clock let them be um yeah he basically says the same thing that so many white people have been saying one you're concentrating on obama not trump in the current administration obama's not running anymore right hillary's not running anymore but y'all got so comfortable for eight years critiquing them y'all don't even know how to do anything else and y'all identify a little too closely with them trump voting motherfuckers that say it's not really about race when it's 100 percent about bigotry and xenophobia and shit um so instead that you spend all your time still punching obama and uh from my understanding this this author has made a career out of this like he 
like uh, he criticizes obama all the time in his pieces for the last eight years so this ain't nothing new this is your clickbait this is your bread and butter it's like when we talk about brands and i say how certain people have a brand so they can't deviate from their brand because it's like if i've made a name by just telling you obama ain't shit when am i supposed to pivot to something new everybody know trump ain't shit right so let me go back and put this burden on obama why he ain't shit um the things i noticed in this article he wrote about uh, uh obama's giving speeches to wall street and making too much money giving these speeches and he shouldn't be doing that um he's too silent uh he even brought up obama's um state of the union and said instead of telling the country you know what uh you know how dangerous trump was he he he, he told the country he took a victory lap on everything he accomplished in his eight years not only a biased ass racist stupid motherfucker would think that because i watched that same state of the union and i saw a man going these are the things we've accomplished together as a country in eight years and he and he spent the whole time going i didn't do that y'all did that you did that um and basically saying don't lose this progress because you don't like hillary clinton right like this like the, the republicans are going to erase all of this so don't lose that progress and and if i'm not mistaken during the state of the union i don't 100 percent remember if trump had already won all the primaries or not i can't remember because i can't remember the timing of when that when it is when that yeah. ha- okay no 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 you know state of the union came like right after trump won the the nomination and shit so i mean the uh the, the candidacy so so he was the the, the presumptive uh soon to be president right so uh yeah i like what else was he supposed to say you had already voted so all he could do is be like these are the accomplishments we made it's up to y'all to go out here and protect them y'all decided that y'all wanted to have trump in office and not hillary clinton what am i supposed to do now right and it's one of the things that really really uh frustrates me is always we got to blame the nigga regardless even if we right. fuck up we got to blame the nigga and he's not supposed to be proud of his accomplishments anyway right right and my thing is I think something else would frustrate me. You don't ask. You've never asked this of any other goddamn president. Right. Is anybody asking George W. Bush, his daddy, anybody asking them, anybody asked them to come back after they left? No, y'all just let them people be. But when it comes to the black man, all of a sudden, you got to be our mule for free. Fuck you. He off the clock. Keep in mind, we still have a live city, like former presidents. It's not just Obama like you like you george asking, w bush ain't dead you asking bill clinton his daddy ain't dead bill clinton ain't dead yet obama's supposed to be the mule he's supposed to be the one to go out and do it for free essentially because you see the guys like every other president has made money in the private sector after they've been president right. uh, because normally these are accomplished people that could make money they could have been making a lot of money normally rather than doing whatever they did for the four to eight years of their president in the first place so it's become accepted standard that after the office you go you give speeches and the better you are at being president the more popular you are the more people want to pay to see you you do book tours right you're right they're out there still giving money back obama's actually still working behind the scenes um because i do think if he gave his uh opinion in a vocal way right now he would be called divisive and the same people that claim they don't want um that obama needs to speak will actually use his speaking against him including this man he would then say why is he being divisive 
it's it's donald trump's country now is it you got to give him a turn you're dividing america yeah. uh also they would i guarantee you uh and this is something i had to learn a lesson myself with this podcast and shit there's certain people that chastise you because they're so they need the fuel from you right so essentially this guy has lost his number one resource which is critiquing obama uh for nitpicking his ass for eight years rather than to go after trump like every other journalist that you know i guess the easy thing the the, the lowest hanging fruit rather than to go after trump it's let me go back to obama i just need him to say something i need to do something so i can write about how fucked up he is i hope he don't say shit you know but i really think that's what happens you know i've had that i know i've had that experience where i'm like mm-hmm. oh you just want me to keep talking so you can keep talking shit it doesn't even matter what i say right it doesn't matter if i'm right or wrong your fuel is everything i say is wrong and you want to go out and spread the word that i'm a terrible person right why would i help you do that right because those people are irrational and illogical and the worst thing you can do for people like that is not give them the attention that they're requesting yeah i I, so i read this article this morning and and i i mean like i said you guys can find yourself on the huffington post called missing in action barack obama if you want to read it um i don't suggest you read this trash Mm -hmm. um but uh another thing they would uh, matter of fact i'll just read the thread i made because i I address every point in there um one obama's a private citizen and he owes it to to him uh to to do whatever the fuck he wants him and his family and michelle and all that they can do whatever the fuck they want to make their book they can give their speeches they're private citizens he don't owe it us to us to not make money we voted for him for eight years he did ran the office go do whatever the fuck you want this has nothing to do with us anymore um two obama the guy suggested like well you know obama might not want to be a a lightning rod for racism and dealing with all that racism again but he should do it for the country he spent eight years as the most threatened president of all time the most death threat most threatened to be assassinated president of all time we ran out of guns and bullets right we ran out of bullets not guns we ran out of bullets when he was elected because people swore that um he was he was gonna take everybody's guns um oh, oh my bad we always have enough guns right out of bullets my bad right right um so yeah this is uh the guy who's the most threatened president of all time with a very inept secret service by the way i worried about that man every day for eight years right. i still worry about him Me sometimes too. i was like y'all don't let y'all don't let him die because y'all incompetent also you're a white man who the fuck are you to tell somebody they need to go be a lightning rod for racism you don't even know what the fuck it's like the most uh animosity you ever get is writing some shit like this and having people be like hey man this is fucked up that's it you You don't get called nigger every day you don't get called you don't get disrespected in the office of president in that in that type of way you just don't um so yeah the the idea that you can just decide that a black person needs to go like that's the thing though a lot of people do it it's not just white people that do it it's the way people talk about nfl players the way people talk about jamel hill and michael smith come on we always putting some burden on black people that go pay the price be a martyr don't everybody want to be your motherfucking martyr not dog? Only that, and you know your black ass wouldn't do the shit either right everybody don't want to be your martyr for nothing so you can say i kept it real while i'm on the unemployment line and then you you laugh at me because i've lost my job you're stupid for doing that all them people that was retweeting uh jamel and they at the same time talking about she should have known not to say that shit all right cool appreciate you for nothing uh three uh he asserts the notion that obama shouldn't earn too much money uh what that is (laughs) 
why is it the black president that's scared it's too much money because then he goes on to say like well hillary clinton and bill clinton did it and that was bad you see that was bad it's like yeah after they got rich after she almost won president of the united states what's really bad about it i'd rather be rich and not be president of the united states if i'm really being honest with you than to be not rich and president of the united states uh it ain't that the job don't seem that dope especially after you put this buffoon in it like i'm not so it's not such a so such a lofty goal anymore <laughs> um but um yeah it was interesting because what is too much money right who are the wrong audiences you know am i never supposed to speak to um to wall street when the motherfuckers uh really control a lot of things in the economy am i supposed to not say anything like they got this money and i come in there and be like well listen this is what's wrong and this is what's good and this is the regulations we need oh don't speak to them at all just pretend they don't exist they have to we have to have a fake they're the enemy thing going in america at all times you know which is bullshit because we couldn't exist our economy wouldn't exist without wall street Mm mm-mm so but it's easy as a politician and it's easy as a person sitting at home to talk that shit and then go put my money in my 401k and be like can you look at these stocks and uh kind of do that shit for your boy like we agree that there's some sort of exorbitant amount of greed and and there's all types of things that can go wrong on wall street we do want them regulated but then we also want to be like and don't ever go talk to them you know like no nigga go over there and talk to him and tell the motherfuckers what the deal is because uh i don't want to wake up tomorrow and be like oh my 401k is gone okay well we probably should have passed some laws or someone should have went up there and found out what was going on you know i owe you now my 401k went to negative i'm i'm convinced low-key that a lot of that's just white jealousy come on that they're rich white people and you know other people ain't right because everybody else be stumping you ain't tell bernie sanders and some of these other motherfuckers jill stein and elizabeth warner and all these other motherfuckers that be stumping out here elizabeth warren oh elizabeth warren i'm sorry be stumping out here speaking to anybody they want to speak to and i don't see well where are you think bernie's in office he can't take money for speeches so that's different that's different um elizabeth warren has made books that what she's made millions of dollars yet somehow is anti like she got the she i remember critiqued oh the obamas as being out of touch with normal americans uh because they were on vacation after eight hours after eight years in the white house and i'm like when did this when did we when did your billionaire ass start talking shit to what like it's ridiculous anyway uh four um white people stopped listening to obama immediately after electing him in 2008 as soon as they realized he couldn't change the country by himself the reason i say this is because in 2008 not only did obama win election all of the uh most of the country went blue all the swing states went blue so that hasn't happened since 2010 no 2012 no 2014 no 2016 no no y'all don't listen to him you attribute all this because all he can do right now is talk right that's what you want him to do is be vocal be on twitter talking shit and be uh putting out speeches that that talk shit and and like all up in the line like here's the problem y'all don't actually listen to the nigga anyway Mm-mm. if you listen to him hillary clinton would be the motherfucking president right now Come on. you know what do you say if you want to preserve my legacy and the things i've accomplished 
you gotta support hillary clinton nah nope niggas ain't want to hear that shit white people definitely ain't want to hear that shit so Mm -hmm. yeah um i don't find him i feel like he may be a great orator but this idea that he can make white people see reason is a ridiculous point that's that we saw the opposite of that for eight years you know while we may have seen black lives matter spring up we also saw all the anti-black lives matter shit spring up under obama too blue lives matter sprung up right under obama every you know so that's a big part of it you know um and there's another point i'm gonna make about that later with the whole he needs to come back and speak thing uh matter of fact i'll say it now um if he was speaking you know what he would be speaking about guys everybody on the left that wants him to come back and speak that wants hillary clinton to shut the fuck up um you know what he would be speaking about immigration mm-hmm. uh he'd be talking about um you know lgbtq issues he'd be talking about uh racism mm-hmm. uh he'd talk about the economy as well he'd talk about classism yeah, he'd talk about voter suppression um you know identity politics the shit y'all don't want to hear all the shit that you say don't talk to me about that it's about the economy and that's why we lost these trump voters and we need to get them back that's what will happen obama can't get these people to vote in their own self-interest and hasn't been able to for a long time now like this is not you know like that was eroding goodwill from the second he took office was just white people started feeling some kind of way anytime race came up they started feeling quote-unquote betrayed because they thought they voted for a biracial man who was going to always take the side of white people are right hey you bad black people you need to learn step in line and he couldn't tell that line good enough for either party for the record because there were times where obama gave speeches where i was like nigga come on you know and i knew those speeches were for white people to not feel too uncomfortable you know you're talking to a group of college graduates talking about make sure you you you, you know you do the right things and take care of your kids and shit and i'm like these these niggas don't need to hear that they're getting degrees all these niggas i've done these things and are getting degrees today this is a day of celebration they don't need to be scolded but he's speaking to two audiences right so that so he never was gonna walk that line fine enough for anybody which is why i don't need him to come back and start speaking right now because y'all ain't gonna do nothing but reject it anyway nobody wants to hear this you know i mean i don't have a problem with it as much as other people but i know in general the people that are claiming he needs to come back the second he starts speaking they're gonna go oh i remember this nigga yeah no it's just say bernie's the right man and 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 we need to focus on the economy and trump voters are good people just can you just do that Mm-mm. the old the old you know don't song and dance can you just do that so no one feels bad right uh number five how is trump not alone how is trump alone not enough for voters to be activated about preserving the obama legacy they took for granted isn't every day every headline of every article about trump starts with obama era program struck down shouldn't that tell you that we are now on the one hand it's only been nine months here's the other thing it's been nine months of constant attack we're still waking up to headlines obama era program struck down this motherfucker accomplished so much in them eight years a dude who only came to office to strike down everything with his name on it still got shitty striking down and it's been nine constant months executive orders oh it's gonna be a while Every, like but it's years just, right it's just amazing he, it's amazing because he's tearing i don't know that it'll be years but he's tearing it down right so quickly because it's his only goal 
and i'm like every i find some i followed obama i followed politics for you know we you heard the show we followed it pretty closely and even we even sometimes i wake up i'm like oh damn that was obama era program i thought we had that for a long time i didn't know well damn and it's all and i'm reading it because it's under attack and it's about to be struck down um but yeah you need him to come out and talk that that's when you'll realize that this is wrong you think that's gonna stop trump what like what what is it's time for y'all to get in the streets you know that the time of him being a great orator and making the country come together that was when you had at least a bully pulpit of the presidency you don't have that anymore uh number six a lot of the future of the damn party seems focused on courting trump voters tired of identity politics right um then why do you want obama back because that's the only thing he's gonna talk about y'all would just reject him number seven is weird folks are still writing pieces that take obama down in the trump era why are you still talking about him and who has said and done nothing to court your your ire but now it's like the nigga too quiet i gotta get his ass for that if he was talking you'd be like shut the fuck up right um it's just he's easier to blame than blaming in my opinion in a bigoted american voter base right you know it's it's easier than to point your fingers at your white fellow countrymen and be like you did this so you go it's this black guy's fault he wasn't something enough what exactly i don't know but i'm mad at him um number eight obama's smarter than you so there's that whole you know there's that whole big elephant in the room which is that obama is working on shit and he is smart enough not to be out here yelling and screaming about it unlike some folks um he's working behind the scenes uh he's working on voter suppression he's working on finding new leadership for the damn party he's working on a future that can unite people uh yeah sorry he's not giving stump speeches bernie sanders been touring the country for how long ever since he lost the primary and what has what has he accomplished nothing what has changed in our country from bernie sanders giving town halls like does anybody have a thing that a tangible thing that we go thank goodness bernie was here getting the country back on the right track does anyone have a thing he been talk he ain't shut the fuck up yet but i don't see anybody talking about that people just he's just operating out on, on his own him and his crew like but we're not sitting around going thank god bernie stopped this legislation you know he's submitting bills that we know are gonna get rejected and pushed down like what are you talking about what is, and obama's not even a politician so what's he supposed to do you know um like i said number nine i don't believe that if obama started speaking they'd even want to hear him um there's no right way for obama to come at this country like y'all are mad that nfl players are silently kneeling there's there's no way you're gonna be okay with a vocal black man coming back and being like y'all fucked up this country or being like you know because because we're at a point where nobody can honestly say that there's two sides of this and we just need to sit down and understand each other like even and it rang hollow when obama was giving his uh state of the union speech and it's gonna always ring hollow from now on 
like this is a time where there's not just two reasonable sides and everybody just needs to sit down to talk about it we're not we're that has left the building like so even if he was speaking somebody was gonna not like what he was saying because he's gonna come back with that hopeful we can get together we're america we still can rally and and people are gonna be like no i don't like that shit and if he comes back too militant y'all gonna be like i don't like that shit you know so it's better off him not even speaking if y'all motherfucking told hillary clinton to shut the fuck up and she wrote a book from the inside point of view of the election one that none of us had what a person that was one of the most storied uh experienced and qualified candidates for the office of presidency in the united states history wrote a book and collectively people said shut the fuck up bitch we don't want to hear that shit stop blaming people that's what people said i'm supposed to believe that same country has the temperament to listen to barack obama talk about where the country went wrong i don't believe you i just don't believe you you know like um so yeah um and then the last thing was obama's not the only former president um alive and how do you write a whole ass article and don't ask every president to say something you know he brought up the jeremiah wright speech and you know the speech obama gave after that and was like he brought america together and i said no 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 selective memory no he did not here's what happened after that speech one there were a lot of people that got pissed at him for saying uh that his white mama uh grandmama uh was racist essentially they got mad at him like how you gonna sell your family out like that um two there were people that got mad at him for disavowing jeremiah Wright. like he didn't disavow him but he basically distanced himself from jeremiah Wright's comments which in all fairness uh he was running for the president of the united states he would have lost if he would have said well jeremiah wright is right and i agree with him goddamn america yeah they were calling him not an american they were calling him a secret muslim and shit like that um which is hilarious right he's a secret muslim that goes to this black christian church and and anyway um the point being um he wrote he walked a tightrope in that speech and that's why that speech is one of the greatest speeches of all time it's not because oh my god he was so militant and he got people to understand where he was coming from no 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 that was how's this nigga gonna get himself out of this one that's what we were all thinking when he started talking because i went white people mad as fuck about this jeremiah Wright shit and it ain't going away and somehow he was able to come out there and be like white people i am not dangerous okay jeremiah Wright is like my fucking he might as well be my granddaddy and i had a racist grandmama and they talk bad about each other but that doesn't have to be our experience we can see the good of each other he got enough people to buy that shit that he got to be in the office that was a pivotal moment for him but that also is a moment that can't happen in 2016 Mm -mm. that was 2008 america just hoping wanting some change and just wanting to be able to push and say we we elected a black man pat ourselves on the back aren't we great that's what that was so yeah i don't see that moment repeating itself um in this shit you know so yeah i i don't understand if they won't listen to the way i've been feeling if they won't listen to hillary clinton explain what the fuck is wrong with the country why the fuck would they listen to his black ass I, I like i legitimately don't understand what they think would happen if he started speaking out so yeah uh that's all 100 to me also he ended the article by quoting woody allen 
the great prophet woody allen famously observed that 80 percent of success is showing up mr president we need you to show up man go fuck yourself no no goddamn woody allen right you want to quote r kelly next um come on anyway that all gave me a hundred today mm-hmm. that bothered the fuck out of me uh <laughs> um uh all right we gotta get out of here guys we mm-hmm. told you we told you what the deal was okay the show's getting shorter somebody hit me up today said i love when the shows are shorter no offense and i said you know what okay so shout out to you because we yeah, got to go you're gonna get short shows now i hope you happy and everybody y'all blame her you yeah. know um <laughs> i was gonna we gave you a two-hour show yesterday and i was ready to wrap it up uh but uh you guys are gonna have to blame her now i still can't get out of here with at least um bringing up sword ratchetness i mean it is still the black guy tips i mean yes, come, on, come on guys uh i wouldn't forsake you you know we only have i actually literally only do this show to spread uh anti-sword propaganda okay <laughs> like you guys think i'm doing this show um because of the jokes and the humor but no we have one mission here to let you guys know that these swords are out here and they real they real real you don't fuck around to get sliced up uh sword ratchetness time guys mm-hmm. uh a shopkeeper 80 was attacked and robbed by a man with a samurai sword yeah they're going after the octogenarians now y'all <laughs> uh he was attacked and robbed by a young man wielding a samurai sword the incident happened at 8 10 on friday evening at newsboys new news agent in square penis swick i don't know what that is an 80 year old shopkeeper was working with a man thought to be in his early 20s brandishing a samurai type sword entered the premises demanded money a struggle ensued between the suspect and the shopkeeper during which time a three-figure sum of cash was stolen and the victim sustained a minor injury to his hand the inquiries are ongoing and anyone who can trace this male responsible is asked to come forward he is described as white around 20 years old and five foot seven tall uh detective inspector paul batten said this is an extremely unusual offense given the style of weapon used and thankfully the shopkeeper was not seriously injured we're treating this robbery with the utmost seriousness and i would ask anyone who remembers seeing any suspicious activity around the store on on friday evening to contact the police immediately similarly anyone who helps us identify the trace the male responsible is urged to get in touch those with information call dial keith cid some 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 yeah all right guys we'll be back tomorrow go to adam eve tomorrow we will be doing wine and white people People. news so show up with your wine and your crackers and cheese because we will have it all right until then i love you i love you too